Morning Campers! Ah. Woo! Yeah! I knew you were waiting for this next episode here. <laughs> oh, I was just jamming out to this song. This is a great song, which, I, which I've always heard, uh, but I never knew what it was. I could never get the Shazam out quick enough. Uh, I knew you were waiting for me by George Michael and Aretha Frank, and I was just rocking out to this um, along with my uh, coffee and my, my overnight oats that I was just eating. And I knew you were waiting for me, campers. Ah. Uh, Let's help this ride a little bit. Get your Wednesday. Oh, get your Thursday started if you're listening to this on a Thursday. We are here, Camp Goodbye Rain. <laughs> Los Angeles, California, 48 degrees out. Mm. Oh, and it's got one of those 80s covers. It's like it's like Aretha Franklin, like probably one of the most soulful singers of our time. Uh and like the her set her sixties and seventies covers were like more kind of uh, there's just like something classic about him, and then the '80s. It's just like, like a, a war <laughs> painting of her. It's it's just a very '80s uh, cover. Um, but yeah, here we go. Here we are back at camp. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode last week. That was a um, we were in the pocket last week. I will say that. Let's get, yeah, let's get a movie real quick. Uh, Nick Scott and I. It was good to have him back. We'll keep doing that. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. April Fool's Day. That is what I am fucking talking about, Comet. That is what I'm talking about. Uh, that is what I am talking about. April Fool's Day. I haven't seen this movie in a really long time, but like, this is what, like, God, I wish every month was October. I just, like, I love, um, I just, I, I miss watching horror movies every night, but, and I, I, I could, and I, I still do, but like, uh, there's just something so much better, but they hit so damn good in October. Um, but yeah, this is exactly what I've been waiting for Comet. I love every movie at the Comet shows me, even like the ones that I would never sit and watch, but like, give me more of like, even though I was chirping prom night, like give me more of the, give me more of the 80 slashers Comet. Like, um, no, no more like <laughs> no more fucking expo firefighting film this is what we guys this is the new camp lejeune exposed to firefighting film you know that's actually interesting like fire like fire extinguishers in movies some of them have like that foam that comes out and then some have the just like the um, the uh, like the the steam or whatever that is that comes out, and then others in like I guess if it's like a really old movie or it's just uh, a really old fire extinguisher, just the, the the water that sprays out of it. But yeah, the fire fire foam. Um, I'm trying to think what movie has the fire foam. I the foam was always in the movie. Like the fire extinguishers that had the foam were always in the movie where you were like, it was like a prank. <laughs> it, you were pranking somebody and spraying them with a fire extinguisher and they get the foam. The steam that comes out was always in a movie where it's like you're using that to kind of get away from somebody. The water was always just like, what movies were those? Uh, 
That was I, I can't. <laughs> I know it's, I've seen it in a movie before. I can't. I can't put my finger on which one it is. But yeah. Anyway, here we go. April Fool's Day. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Iconic uh, video cover, though. Um, kind of like Prom Night. Like Prom Night. As kind of dumb as it is, always had that great cover. Prom Night Two had the great cover. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two had it. Oh, had that iconic cover that made the movie seem like it was this like comedy. <laughs> like they were this like sketch comedy group. They're like it's just the monsters like chilling on the cover and like a really kind of like funny, funny poses. Which is it's such an odd tone to take the sequel when the first one was just like just a vicious movie. Um, April Fool's Day had a great cover. The girl with the knife behind her back uh, and there's people at a table. Great, great iconic uh, <laughs> videotape cover at the store. But um, yes, last week was great. Got a good feedback. Seems like everybody enjoyed having the counselor, a counselor, another counselor back. Um, I think I'm probably going to do like an on off. Like I'll probably do like one guest, kind of like what I we used to be doing, like one guest and then... Uh, well, what we used to do, we used to call it counselors only, but it was just Brandon and I, and then we'd bring somebody on. But I think, yeah, I'll do one in one. I'll, I'll, I'll have another counselor next week. But then in the meantime, I'll come on for like a nice, uh, just on my own, a nice like 30 minute, like spritz, a nice little, just like a nice little spray on the wrist and, uh, rub it into the other wrist and then and get on, get on with your, uh, with your day. Uh, speaking of spritz, I, I did find, um, shout out to thin wild mercury. Uh, I do, uh, I, I found the, uh, the, like, like I, like I said, like I wanted like a little, like, because the, uh, the world-class goat soap that I use is so great because it's not an overwhelmingly fragrant soap, which is what I like about it. It's, it's, it's an overwhelmingly make you feel clean and fresh soap, which you should go to goatsoap.com, type in camp 20 and get 20% off at checkout. Um, I was like, you know, I want that like little, like, yeah, just a little kind of where when you walk past somebody and they're just kind of like, uh, and I think I found, I think I found my, uh, my scent with, uh, the, the great people at thin wild mercury, which if you're looking for, it's like unisex, uh, fragrance, it's, it can be like it's men and women. <laughs> That's just what unisex means. Um, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I, a shout out to them. I, I found me the, uh, I just found what I was looking for. It's just a little kind of like a little, just like a little nice to meet you. <laughs> a little like, uh, a little hay there. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like dousing it on me, uh, like Uber drivers too, but, um, just a little, just kind of like a little, a little hint, a little kick is, uh, I think it goes a long way. So I'm enjoying that. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm jamming out to that George Michael at Aretha Franklin song while I was eating breakfast. I'm overnight oats. I'm overnight oats boy. Um, if you're you, like, th- this is the whole thing, like, uh, oatmeal, I love, I've always loved oatmeal, but like the thing about, I, I don't, I don't want to wait. Oh yeah. Here we go. Oh, that guy, the male stripper from summer school. Hell yeah. Of course he's in this. Um, I uh, wait, has, I think April fool's day has been on a, I think I have done an April fool's day pod. And is that the girl from Friday the 13th too? Is that Jeannie from part two? Huh? It looks like her. I think I have done a pod with this movie but I'm glad to have it back. Um, 
I, uh, yeah, I, I don't like waiting for breakfast. Like I like taking Molly out, doing a little meditation. And then like, I want that shit ready, like ready and waiting for me. And like with oatmeal, you kind of got to like wait a little bit. I mean, it's not a long wait, but it, waiting for water, water to boil is enough of a wait. And then you got to stir the oats, like overnight oats. You soak them overnight. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And, uh, they're like, and then I just, I take that foil off, put fruit in and I'm ready to jam. <laughs> Uh, and it's like cheaper too. Cause I, the cereal I was buying, uh, cause I was doing like the keto diet, um, a year and a half ago and I enjoyed it, but I, it's, it's to me, that shit's not sustainable. I, 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 I miss me on diets. I like, I, unless you're like really need to go on one. Um, uh, like, like not so much like, 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 like more just like the keto and the paleo and the, Talio and the Telio and the the Cordelio and the Coolio, uh, these fucking diet names like um, it. Uh, the keto one's not sustainable at all. Like the, you start to you really start to feel like you're starving yourself. Um, and uh, but there was this cereal called Magic Spoon that I was that that was like the the one hold like the one of the holdover from from the keto diet. And, but like that shit. That, like all cereals today, is this a new thing where they give you like half a bag? <laughs> like that, like you open a bag of cereal and the thing is just like half full, and they charge an arm and a leg. So I was like, all right, I got to find something that um, is cheaper and more filling because like this cereal, because there's no carbs in it, you're hungry in like two minutes after you finish it. So uh, no, I'm uh, I'm fully on uh, I'm fully on the. Um, I'm fully on the overnight oats. Uh, uh, is it a kick or a craze? <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm wrapped up in it. Um, uh, I love uh, overnight oats greater than sign hall and oats. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm going there. I'm making that. I'm planting that flag. It's quick and you're filled. You're full all day long. Um, all day long. Like literally, like I don't have the desire to eat until literally like at four or five and I eat breakfast at like nine, nine thirty. Um, so I'm, I've said, I found it. I found my, I found my breakfast. It's, it's damn good. I, I can't go to my recommendation is overnight oats. Get those rolled oats, uh, soak them in some milk and they're ready to rock. Throw some fruit in there, ready to go. Boom. In and out. One, two, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so April fool's day, here we go. Um, uh, what did I want to talk about? Oh, so I, I, I gave, you know what? It's funny. I was about to talk about the last of us last week with Nick, but then we got sidetracked by, I think probably something that <laughs> Sam Neill. Uh, I, um, I, so I, I continued with the last of us and, uh, it is pretty good. It just starts very just like generically. And I still, I still say that there's something missing from that show. I, I don't know what it is, but like, so I think, I think the thing that I, the problem I had with it is I didn't like the show starts and like, you know, it's like, like all of them, like you see what life was like before the, the apocalypse or before this virus happens, which apparently this virus is like a real thing. I don't think that it does what it does to these people in the show, but it's like a real like fungus, I think. But it's like quadriceps or cordyceps or something. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, it starts 
and it's like okay yeah like what life was like and, and you know you sprinkle in like maybe some some conflict there so something that you're definitely going to call back later and then and then like the you start but you're like you're hearing things on the news and then the first person that you see that's acting funny uh, da, 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 and then all hell breaks loose but up and up and then cut to da, 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 da. And, and like a few years later and like we're fully actually many years later we're in we're fully in the apocalypse and that there was something they spent for me they just they spent a lot of time like something happened in the within the this this virus is do is caught is is breaking out and cut to (laughs) you know what i'm it it gets good and it's it's actually if, if it's worth watching uh i can't really hate on it i still don't love it but but it is good. It's just this, it's nothing you haven't really seen before. It's monsters with a virus. Oh wow, well, that painting with the eyes. Um, it that is Jeannie from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. That absolutely is her. God, I had such a crush on her the first time I saw that movie. Um, oh man, God, eighty slashers are so good. Um, it, it, it is good, but uh, th- there was just, there was some, the, the first episode's not like that first episode of a post-apocalyptic show is kind of got to be like, it's kind of got to be like all killer, no filler as far as I'm concerned. Like that thing's got to like rock. Like the first episode of Lost, like that thing rocked. I mean, it just rocked. Uh, the first episode, I'm trying to think what other like post-apocalyptic stuff. It's just got to, it's got to, it's got to, it's got to jam. And I didn't think that the first episode of The Last of Us really jammed that hard. Um, and then the second episode didn't really jam that hard. It, it sort of jammed. It was like a, um, it was like a, um, like a first set funky bitch uh, for any fish people that get the reference. Um, but, uh, but, th- and then the third episode is actually a very, very, very good episode, which might go down as like one of the really like great episodes of TV. It's really good, um, but the problem is like it's a, it's a, it's it doesn't focus on the two main characters. It it focuses on these two other characters that have really nothing to do with the story. It's these two guys, and so I'm just like, man, that's a really early. That's really early to have like kind of a filler episode, even though it shows what two people are going or how, how they're dealing with the apocalypse. And I'm just like, man, I haven't entirely settled into this story and you're already taking me off of the main characters and focusing on two characters who are going to die <laughs> at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert. I mean, you can see it coming from a mile away kind of, but like, I was just like, man, that like, you gotta, like, I feel like the filler episode. See again, like, I don't know how many episodes this is going to be like lost and or like lost could afford to have a filler episode because lost had like 40 episodes at a season. The last of us, I, my, my guess is it'll probably be like 10 episodes. Um, 10 or 12, I guess like 10 seems to be actually eight's lately been the sweet spot. But, um, I was like, man, episode three, you're already hitting me with an episode. That's not about the main characters really, even though they kind of come in for like two seconds. Uh, they come in at the end, but like, regardless, I was just kind of like, I was in, I was starting to kind of get into the main characters. Now I'm on this again. It was only one episode. I I wonder if that episode maybe had been like 
pushed down to maybe just episode episode four. I don't know. Again, I, the the thing is, the show's very well done. I'm not trying to like chirp it. It's really well done, but it's it's just it's nothing that you've really entirely seen before. Um, and there's just something missing. And and I think it's kind of like what I was saying about Yellowstone. Like Yellowstone's very oh April Fool's Day. Oh she got her. God, what a great I. What a great idea for a horror movie. Uh, or just to like, I mean, this movie might suck. I don't know, but like, it looks awesome. Um, but they could probably remake this. They could remake this because April Fool's Day, you can really get sinister with April Fool's Day. God damn, what a good idea for a horror movie. Um, but, uh, oh man. Stripper from Sama, yeah, they, he's yeah. This is just it's April Fool's Day, dude. Really. How do you? <laughs> wow, the '88 jersey. Um, somebody uh, in '80s movies, someone always has like the uh, like those football jerseys that like aren't jerseys. They're like they're like t-shirts. They're like cotton jerseys. You're just like, man, what team is this? Um, but uh but like there's no like there's no logo there's no <laughs> like name on the back it's literally just a t-shirt with like a number but like it it, it it's like a sh- t-shirt like a long sleeve t-shirt that like but it looks like there might be shoulder pads but it's probably just like it's just built the t-shirt's just built that way god yeah 80s movies with those like football jersey t-shirts um and it's always number 88 uh are these guys uh in the Aryan nation or something um but uh but uh yeah I, I I can't I can't in good conscience um hate on uh hate on uh The Last of Us but but it's like Yellowstone kind of it's very like the girls she's fine but uh, but uh, like you know it's it, again it's nothing you you haven't seen before like the 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 spunky little like young girl i think she's probably like 12 or 13 maybe a little older i don't know and 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 pedro pascal who's like the gruff you know the gruff uh guy who's just who's just gruff <laughs> and like and it's like, and then, and he's like, come on, Ellie, like, stop it. And she's like, she's the one that's going to bring out his soft side. Like we've seen, you've seen it so many times and it's, so you're just like, oh, let me, let me guess they get along and she fills the the void from his daughter dying. Like, you know, again, like it, that, that it's not, that's, that's okay that it's been done before because when something's done, you can kind of, you know, put it in a different set. It always works is what I'm saying. Like it, it, it always works, but like, I think it's just a very familiar thing. And, and again, it's not that I, it's not that I think it's bad. It actually, it is well done. I, I still, I'm just like, I, it still doesn't warrant how much I'm seeing Pedro Pascal on my Instagram feed. Like, it's like, all right, dude, the show's not that great it's not like again it's not lost where like okay we're like when breaking bad came out and you're just you know although you know what when breaking bad came out nobody really knew about that show yet that show took a sec actually um but at the same time breaking bad has been over for like what like seven eight years now that show's been over for a while and brian cranston and aaron paul like still show up at like I don't know, Comic-Con or like they show up at like a bar cause they're like the guest bartenders. It's like, wow, milking it much. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, like I, it's, it's, um, you know what? That's what I don't like. 
like Breaking Bad came out like if if break if Breaking Bad came out now with the way that the internet is obviously we would you would you would know about it more with a premise like that but like it would wait sometimes when you see these shows and you, and then you see um you see like the the actors on the shows like that's what i didn't like about like game of thrones like in the later seasons like and then you would see the actors like all over social media it like kind of takes like the mystique away it, it like it it doesn't ruin the show because like actors are actors they can act they can disappear into a character but like sometimes when you watch a show I liked it when you would watch a show and then you would never see the actors except for at like award shows. Now, like you see the actors and then you can just go like onto their Instagram story and like see what they're doing. I mean, I know I've talked about this a lot, but like that's the thing. So like I liked when Breaking Bad came out, it came out in a time like not early internet. Our internet was in full swing, but like it, well, social media just hadn't taken over. So like, you didn't really know who these people were. It wasn't until like really after the show ended that it was more just like Cranston and Paul showing up. Oh, did you see them at Halloween with Cranston dressed like Jesse and Jesse dressed like Walter White? Like, oh, those guys, those guys, those crazy guys. They're not really like they are in Breaking Bad. We just want you to know that these guys now had to have a good time. <laughs> um, um, but no, like, so... So again, it doesn't ruin it doesn't ruin The Last of Us for me, but like sort of uh, because like you watch these shows, especially these like serious shows, and then you just see these people on Instagram all over the place like having a good time, and they're 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 actually not they're actually goofy, <laughs> and like they're just like us or they're just one of us, and I'm just kind of like God, can't you guys guys just can't. Like, at least while the show is going on, like, put your Instagram away or just, like, stay out of the public eye. I don't know. It, it just, it kind of, again, it doesn't ruin it because they're they're all good actors, but it, it just kind of, ah, I don't know. There's just something that, that, that like, is is annoying about it. Um, but, uh, so that's that rant. Uh, 21 minutes. Um, so I watched, uh, have you guys watched uh, um, the new, uh, the new M. Night Shyamalan uh uh <laughs> the new the new M Night Shyamalan joint. Um what the fuck is it called? Knock at the cabin. Alright, so I remember I saw that trailer. Um <laughs> I was, let me do the noise. I saw that trailer <laughs> um uh like seven months ago maybe. Um and I was like, oh here we go. Another like Another Shyamalan, like, uh, here, here, what's, what is it this time? Oh, Dave Batista, who I actually, cause I, the, the trailer did not intrigue me at all. I was just like, what, what is he doing now? Like Dave Batista is just too big. I like Dave Batista a lot, but he's like, he's like the, see the rock is freakishly large, but the rock stars and stuff like, you know, rampage and like, um, all like really big shit where he, I mean, where it works. Dave Batista starring in like, you know, like more interesting, like darker stuff, but he's like freakishly big. So I'm just like, this is just weird. I'll get to that when I get to the movie. So like, but the trailer didn't hook me at all, but then like some reviews came out. They were actually pretty good. And like I said, I was like, Oh, is this maybe about like severe OCD? Uh, my theory was wrong. <laughs> um, uh, I, not entirely, but it, it, but entirely pretty much. Uh, 
but so anyway, so the movie, so Dave Batista is actually really good in the movie. And I kind of like Dave Batista now, uh, like him being freakishly big actually kind of worked. Uh, like it, it, it was fine, but like he, he's great. He's like the rock with acting chops kind of, um, not that the rock doesn't have acting chops, but like, I don't, he doesn't really have acting chops. I mean, he, he, he kind of doesn't, he's the rock. Um, he, he, you know, like that, he, I don't think he's had Meisner training. I don't think Dave Batista's had Meisner training either, but like there's some Dave Batista's like more interesting. Um, but, um, but, um, but, um, a knock at the cabin. So like every other M night Shyamalan movie, it starts and like the start is really interesting and like super well shot. There's, there's an ear of spookiness to it for sure. And I'm just like, oh man, like, yeah, like this. Oh, cool. Like you're, you're settled in, like you got the lights off. Maybe you got a dip in the mouth. <laughs> um, you, you know, you, you, it's like, it's a cold windy night. Like it's been in LA. It's still cold as shit here. But, um, I, so like, you, you know, you, you got the, the Shyamalan movie starting and then the stuff, they always start like, you know, kind of suspenseful, kind of cool, always filmed really well. I mean, the guy films movies so, so damn well. And then like, and then it kind of kicks in, uh, and, and like, I, it, I feel like a lot of his movies, except for literally the sixth sense and signs, like they, they just start to kind of like not drag. They're always like watchable. So wait, is that woman? Wow. That was a dark party. They just had that woman's head just like celebrate. So I thought that they played an April fool's prank, but then that woman's head, that seemed like a, they actually killed that woman and they're pouring champagne down her like head. Wow. 80 slashers, baby. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, so the movie starts and like the, the, the movie, I mean, it's definitely the shortest Shyamalan. Uh, the night was short and not full of many terrors. Uh, it's not so like it's not that scary. Um it's but no but like the, that the beginning was like was like was unsettling like and like creepy and like like, like dave batista's this like he's so big and it, shout out to his skinny jeans i'm just but like it worked like it totally worked um but then like the movie starts going and like it's it's fine like the movie's watchable but like you know, you know what it is. This is the thing. I I, I don't want to spoil it because that, that that this guy's M Night Shyamalan is one uh, director whose movies you don't want to spoil, even even though he hasn't really been able to stick that twist landing in a while. Um, there's really no twist at the end. So and you you kind of know like you're kind of going back and forth a little bit on it. Like, is it or isn't it? Are these people insane? Are the people? Uh, it, you know, it, it kind of feeds into sort of like the way people are now, just like people have theories and it's like, Oh, come on. And they're so like, like whether you're flat earther or it's, you know, uh, anti-vax or whatever, like your, whatever your kink is, <laughs> whatever your like political thing is these days or, um, uh, y- y- you know, it, it kind of plays into that a little bit. Like the people who are, who are, who believe in something and they believe it's going to happen. And then the people who are, in the cabin who are just like, stop it. What the fuck are you talking about? Like you're ridiculous. You're insane. Um, wow. Jack in the box. Those are so eighties. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, 
Yeah. So, so like it plays into that and like, you know, the, the premise is interesting enough. Like you're, you're, you're watching it, but there's no real, there's like no twist at the end. So an M M night Shaman movie without a twist at the end really is like Harold Melvin without the blue notes. <laughs> like it really, like it's, it's, I was just like, oh, wait, so the, mo- so uh, the movie just like ends with kind of just like a, Oh, Again, I don't want to spoil it if, if you had really been wanting to watch it. Like, the movie just kind of ends without any sort of, like, big sort of, like, reveal. It, like, and I was like, man, like a like an M. Night... Sh- it, it got me thinking about M. Night Shyamalan. He's so... He really is truly an incredibly talented filmmaker. Like, his movies, even the shitty ones, like, they look great. Like, that guy, not to be, like, Johnny film guy, but he shoots the hell out of a movie. He really does. Like, he really does. Um, <clears throat> wow, look at this yellow font on the oh, closing credits. That was a bizarre ending. Um, oh, let's see what we got up next. Um, it, it, like... This this is my whole thing about this is my whole thing with M Night Shyamalan. What movies are you going back and rewatching of his? Like 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 be honest. Like as as great as the sixth sixth sense is. Like like be honest. You can open up to me. This is a safe space. This is camp. I'm not going to judge you, but be honest. How often are you sitting down and watching that? You're like are you are you like on the couch on a Sunday afternoon and you're presented with like you're like hungover or maybe you're just like you had a long week at work and you're just like I. I, I want to do nothing this weekend. And you sit down on the couch. You got like uh, maybe uh, you pack a bowl or you pack a bong or you're with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your, your wife, or your husband, your kids, whoever you're with, your dog or your solo. And you're just like, I just want to watch fucking movies all day. Is the sixth sense what you're what you're reaching for? Like you you got some options. It, uh, it's like six senses on TNT, but then like Shawshank's on AMC, and like Blue Streak is on TBS, <laughs> and then like Varsity Blues is on randomly on like VH1. What are you really watching? I'm telling you, it's not Six Sense. Like I and I love the Six Sense, but you, but like it's it's not not that it's a gimmick. It's an incredibly well made movie, but like. Once, once you know what happens, where's like the, where's the appeal of like watching that movie again? See, or, see it's kind of the same with like the Usual Suspects. Like the, I, I'd rather actually watch the Usual sh- blah, 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 the Usual Suspects than the Sixth Sense, because the Usual Suspects, like the Sixth Sense is, yeah. Again, it's great, but like, like I said, like I, Unbreakable. How many times are you going back and watching Unbreakable? You know the the one like like really like how like how many times are you really going back and watching that? Okay, but I will tell you the movie that you you can go back and rewatch is wow what a soundtrack. Too bad you're crazy. Well, I've never heard of it. And then Mama told me not to come by Three Dog Night. That's a I love that those are the only two songs in April Fool's Day. Um, this, I, th- which which brings me to my point that signs is M Night Shyamalan's best movie. It's like it just is. It's his best movie. I'm like I, 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 I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm I'll die on that hill. I don't care. It's his best movie. It's his most rewatchable movie. Quite frankly, I'll never forget watching that movie in a theater and the the watching that movie in a full theater. And like you know what the thing is the twist at the end is not it's a it's a 
chicken shit twist. Like, it's not like this, like, Oh my God. It's like, yeah, he finds his faith again and he's a priest again. Like it's not a, it's not a big twist, but it's enough of a twist to be like, Oh, that's, that's a nice ending. Science is his best movie. Um, it just is. It's easy to say the sixth sense, obviously, because the sixth sense is so good. But like, again, how many times are you going back and rewatching that? If signs is on TV and like, Science is on TNT. Uh, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption's on AMC. Uh, Blue Streak is on TBS and Varsity Blues is on MTV or VH1. Um, I'm going to sit and think about that for a sec. I might go Signs. Signs is great. Like, it just is. It's 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 like suspenseful. There's like the like it's like the pacing is good. Like there's there's like it's like it's aliens. So there's like action. Uh, it's it's just it's the most tense of his movies for sure. That's the one where I think he really showed off. Like, dude, this guy's got just incredible chops. Like that scene where so many of the scenes, the scene where the the aliens crawling on on their roof, the scene where he goes to M Night Shyamalan's house because M Night Shyamalan's got one in his in his closet, the scene where uh, Johnny Cash is is, is watching. Uh, uh, the TV in the closet and the aliens go past. Like it's got like the humor with like the kids. I like, okay. So the water, the, like, like that's a good hole. It's like, well, why would they go? If they're so scared of water, why are they invading a planet? That's like how much percentages worth of water. It's like a lot like, okay, fine. Yeah, I get it. And it's like, Oh, like, but like, I, like who cares? Like, it where it works. Um, like that, that's his best movie because then the village, okay. You're not, I, forget about rewatching that. I've never even seen it. The happening with Mark Wahlberg, like, and then, and then he kind of like took a beat and like, I don't even remember like what he did. And then he came back with split and splits really good. But again, how many times are you rewatching split? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like as great as he is and as great as the six senses, I'm telling you signs is his best movie. It, it just is. Um, fight me. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, it, I, I like, like I said, I'll never forget seeing that at the Santa Monica promenade, the third street promenade with a packed audience. And I do not like packed audiences because it's just like, I, I, just, I don't know. I just don't like crowded movie theaters, but that was like, that was intense. Like it was awesome. Um, people were freaking out. Like it was, it was so good. God, I remember, I remember, uh, I, remember uh, <laughs> I remember seeing signs that they, they did. They, they had this trail, like this theater was jam packed. Uh, that this was, so when did that come out? Like 20, 2002, they had this before the trailers. They had this. <laughs> they had this. Um, this like video for like like I don't I can't remember if it was for like a local animal shelter. It was something for dogs. And after the <laughs> after the uh, after the, it, it it was over right before the trailer started, this guy behind us just yelled out, "Animals suck." <laughs> <laughs> and everybody left. Uh, well, you don't really get that anymore. Like I, I, every time I watch a documentary about like movies from the seventies or something or movies from the eighties, they always have a tell a story about how somebody said something out loud in the theater <laughs> or like with the Tarantino book I'm reading. I I'm almost done with, um, like the four month read, uh, he talks about that, like seeing movies in the theaters as a kid and like people would yell stuff. 
I, you know, the thing is I don't go to the movies. I don't go to like opening weekends of movies really. Cause it's just, it's, I don't like being around big crowds like that. Um, so maybe it still happens. Uh, but it hasn't been happening in the, in the, in when I see that thing, when I go, there's like only seven people in the theater. So you're not really getting that, but I would imagine that still happens, but the animals, <laughs> the animals sucks guy. It was such a, like, I don't, I certainly didn't agree with him, but like, it was such a savage, just funny thing to say. I feel like now people would like ca- try to cancel the guy. Um, it was so like, he just, he delivered it so well, <laughs> just animals suck. Um, and just, like people were just dying. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of a lot again, like I'm sure it still happens, but, uh, but yeah, like, so like I didn't race out to go see cocaine bear. Um, I don't, I don't know if I am. It's like, again, like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, maybe like, I'm like, it's, it's getting better reviews than I thought it would. Um, but it's one of those things where everyone's like, well, of course I got to go see cocaine bear. Like th- that's my thing. Like I don't got to go see it. Like I, like I, I'll see it, but I'm not just a oh, retroactive. Oh, please be Orion. Orion always had the iconic, uh, yeah, the stars. And then they, they go over and then they start spinning around and turn into an O and then the, then the dash right through Orion. God damn. That's iconic. So radioactive. I don't know what this one is. Retroactive. Um, I'm not like, like, I'm not dying to see cocaine bear. I like, uh, I'll, I'm, I think I'm just going to wait as much as I love seeing movies in the theaters. I think I'm just going to like wait until it, I'm not, I, I don't care. Like I, it's like, Oh, how, like, how can you not want to see that? It, it's not that I don't want to see it. I'm just like, uh, like, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it, it, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm not, I just don't think I'm going to like, you know what I think it is? It's, I'm sure it's, you know what it, I, I, Oh, James Belushi. I like when he went by James Belushi. Um, it, um, I'm not dying to see cocaine bear. Like the absurdity of it is not getting me to go want to see it. I think because like, I wish cocaine bear was one of those movies that just like, like you found it in like the movie, like the video rental store, or it's like a lost, like grindhouse movie from the eighties. Like dude, cocaine bear, like, because I bet they'd be oh Frank Whaley hell yeah these opening credits this is hilarious with this like these it's just like clouds and suns and um um I uh but I I just don't feel like so like I just don't feel like we do campy humor campy humor was so good in the eighties like the eighties nailed campiness I don't feel like we nail it that well. Uh, now I like, I, I, I just don't, um, do you guys feel that way? <laughs> I, well, look at the pleats on that. Oh, triple pleats on this dude's pants. Damn. Look at that. Clo- clo- they make sure this guy's punching in codes to get into like a government facility. Oh, Frank Whaley. Frank Whaley always rocks pleats in his pants. He's <laughs> like eighties and nineties movies. They had that. They made sure to get those pleated pants right in the shot. Um, I think that's my thing. So like when, when people say that, Oh, that it's campy and maybe I've <laughs> said that about some things. I, I just feel like, like ah, I don't know what like campy. Like I, I don't think we do campy humor that well. It, it was so iconic in the eighties. Like I think everyone's too like serious now for it to like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just, I feel like I wish cocaine bear had been like a movie from like 1987. And it's just like, Whoa, dude, that movie's ridiculous. It's like a cult classic. Now, like I, 
I just like, again, maybe it's good and maybe I'm being an idiot and being stubborn. Um, but like, I just, the, 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 I don't have that. Well, I have to go see that. Like, I don't really have that just because it's called cocaine bear. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. Again, like I, I wish it was something that I just, I just don't think I, ah, the, like the campiness that I like, like, I don't really, you know what they like the campiness now is like, it's like the office humor. <laughs> you know, like, like, like it's, I, that's what I feel like it is. And I'm not an office guy. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't really like, I, I don't, and, and look, maybe like I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, what am I trying to say here? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll see it. I'm just not like racing out opening weekend. I'm, you know, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm just not an opening weekend guy. Uh, I'm just not, um, as much as I enjoyed animals suck. Uh, I'm not an opening weekend guy. All right, guys, let's get into some shout outs here. Let's see what we got. One second, one time, one second, one time, one time. Alrighty, here we go. Shouting it out, shouting it out. Here we go. I don't have them written down again, but uh, but yeah, everybody seemed to really enjoy last week's episode. We had a good flow, and it was good to have a guest. And here we go. Um, wow, what is that? Um, uh, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, let's go to. Um, comment section here okay hey shout out to uh shout out to john john r turner shout out uh view hidden comments um let's see shout out to hey shout out to the homie taddy Moore. <laughs> hey shout out omar madrano 73 uh hey shout out uh Shout out Scum Also Rises. Shout out. Hey, shout out Daniel Charles Riley. Shout out. Hey, shout out Jamie Blamey. Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening if you are listening. And yeah, let's let this ride a little bit. Yeah, there it is. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, this is going to be like a 45-minute spritz. I was, You know what seems like a very comfortable point in somebody's career? is Wow, that was a long time between... The, the credits and then like there was a scene with Frank Whaley and mice and then directed by a director that I've never heard of. Um, that was a long time between like, it's usually goes like produced by written by directed by there was this gap between di- written by and directed by, um, Lewis Moreau. Shout out. Um, the, 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 you know, what seems like a very comfortable point in your career. So I was driving home on, uh, uh the other day and I saw a, uh, there's this ad for this documentary on, I believe, the National Geographic channel. I, I don't know what it is, but all I could see is Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> so Lawrence Fishburne narrates this show on the National Geographic channel. And then on the billboard, like he's got like a, <clears throat> he's got like a, oh, there's James Belushi. <laughs> he's got like a, um, Lawrence Fishburne's got like a, uh, I don't know, like a mock neck, like shirt with like a blazer. And he's just standing there. And that's really the poster. I, I, I forget what it's about. I'm sure it's about, it's either on the history channel or national geographic, like as if they're any different. <laughs> um, it's not like Jim Belushi and John Belushi. Like, um, 
National Geographic and History Channel are pretty much like in the same. They're pretty much the the same thing, aren't they? I feel like they are. But anyway, it was just Lawrence Fishburne like narrating a show on 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 History Channel, and I'm just like, man, what a, like a what a comfortable like place to be at in your career. Like you, I mean, Lawrence Fishburne's career is just like Apocalypse Now, King of New York, Boys in the Hood. Uh, you know, fucking like a zillion other incredible movies, and then like you know, then he's on Blackish, so then he goes to TV and and like oh, The Matrix, but like now he's on like Blackish, which he's probably just like loving that that TV money coming in and those residuals. So like he's you know he doesn't have he doesn't have to prove really anything else. He's probably just like chilling, like you know, in who knows Bel Air probably. But like what a comfortable place to be. Like you've had this great career. He's probably what like in his late sixties. And it's just like, you know what? I'm going to go f- this year. I'm just going to go narrate on the National Geographic channel or the History Channel, whichever one. And 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 just like, oh, man, what a, what a great day. Like, oh, I just narrated something about, you know, World War One. Uh, it was, took me three hours. I, I wore my blazer. I just went to, you know, the soundstage in Burbank and just did some narration. I had my coffee. <laughs> what a great... That, I just saw that poster. It just... He just looks so, like... There's the look of his face is just so, like... Ah, like I'm, this is a, I'm so glad I decided to do this. I'm sure the money's good, but it's like, he doesn't need the money. It's just like a wake up and go spend a few hours in a soundstage, just narrating. Everything's all written out for you. You don't really need to get into character. Like I'm basically talking about the, the perks of voiceover work right now. Um, but like voiceover work for something like that, like just like watching this documentary about like world war one and then just like reading it. Yeah. Like you get to kind of, like maybe you know get like dramatic in certain things but like i there was something looked so comfortable (laughs) about this billboard uh and i'm just like man like what like a what a satisfying just point to be at in your in your career if like that was like if he like didn't want to act anymore which i'm sure he obviously will because he's he's still like he's still you know got it but like if he didn't want to act it's just one of those things it's not like paul giamatti popping up in um in uh in like a Verizon ad plan which they're just they rip they just they just fucking throw that ad at us. I mean that ad is on all the time. Um it's not like that. Like this is different. It's just like, yeah man, like go narrating something on the history channel. Like that sounds awesome. <laughs> and like a blazer and like a like a like a mock neck underneath. Like sign like sold. That just it just it just seemed like a very like comfortable Play, like place to be at in your career as an actor. So I just saw that and I had to, I had to bring that up. All right, guys, I like that. 47. Nice little spritz on the wrist. Uh, hope you guys are having a good week. Have a good weekend. Uh, let's see. I'll try to figure out who we're going to have next week. Uh, felt good to have a guest. Uh, felt good to be bouncing ideas off someone. And yeah, we'll see what we got. I'll, 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 go, into the, uh, I'll go into the counselor's log. <laughs> see who I can pull out. Uh, have a good weekend, guys. Stay safe out there and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>